spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Welcome into DC On Screen, your guide to the DC Universe on film and television. I am your host, David C. Robertson. This, my co-host, Jason Goss. Hi, yeah. This is episode 278 of DC on screen. It is a DCEU news episode, and if it's been released, it is fair game to talk about, so beware spoilers. Uh, just jumping in right off, I'm going to apologize because I'm a major dickhead. Aw. Yeah, yeah. Um, news to us all. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're self-declared assholes. Everyone gets it. Look, there's some uh, really cool guys that you guys should check out. It's the nerd. It's Nerdify. N e r d i f i. They hit us up on Twitter. We were talking on Twitter. Uh, I don't remember who contacted who, honestly. But um, anyway, I promised to listen to their podcast like two weeks ago. Even sent them a picture of it queued up on Stitcher, and then shit went crazy. I didn't have time to even think about it. And then I realized it like a couple days ago, but, um, they cover a whole bunch of different news, uh, nerd news. Um, I listened to the Dr. Strange, uh, review. These guys had me laughing within like two minutes. Not bad. So yeah, good stuff. Go check them out. Nerdify. All right. We're going to jump right into the news. Uh, so something kind of was floating around this week, uh, about fans seeing Green Lantern in that famous, now famous Justice League image of the whole crew. <laughs> whole group standing around guys it is just a it's just a segment of sky in the clouds guys it's not green lantern (laughs) i don't you know i've seen fans say like oh it's just a joke it's whatever it's just a segment of clouds it is not green lantern holding his lantern like his battery um i don't even know how you guys saw that but um anyway didn't register lots of not even the worst thing that's happened like in lion king when it supposedly says sex i forget what it actually says but it makes a whole lot of sense and just no one had time to edit that day sfx sfx that's the gag yeah it was supposed to be an inside gag someone didn't realize they didn't put enough like on one thing it just it just happens Mm -hmm. so uh, a whole lot of green lantern stuff um (laughs) bravo film news at bravo underscore review on twitter i don't say that handle for you to go follow them they have all of 122 followers and they gave no sources but they said that jamie dornan of the uh, 50 shades of gray movie was in talks with wb uh for the role of green lantern uh horseshit unmitigated horseshit (laughs) we um (laughs) unless they end up being right Right. In which case, uh, great work. 
Well, you know, here's here's what happened. Uh, our our uh, trusted ally Umberto Gonzalez, who's ah. really our ally because he doesn't know us. No, but... he's our ally in truth. <laughs> he clarified. He said that the rumors were not true. So I don't know. Stop crying about it because he's not a good actor, from what I understand. I don't know. I've never seen the guy. No, I didn't watch that one. Yeah, I, I certainly did. I found the book in the thrift store one time and read like one page and went, this is not for me, and put it back on the shelf. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. But, you know, um, here's here's the bit that really makes me think, I mean, Umberto's usually right, but when the tweet that he had saying that it was a fake, it was fake news, was hearted by Jeff Johns on Twitter, mm-hmm. so I'm pretty sure that means it's not true. It might be kind of a missed opportunity, I mean... Who knows what he could create with that ring? You know what I mean? Right. But right. Shade's a great guy. I want to see a cat of nine tails. No, I really don't, actually. Um, <laughs> I mean, Fifty Shades of Green is the obvious joke here, right? Right. I saw that a lot. Yeah. Uh, I was looking for the jokes, and I never saw them about, you know, uh, whips. I want, you know, the Justice League sex swing in the Hall of Justice made out of the. <laughs> he's using with the ring. I yeah. don't know. The, the room of which we don't speak. And it's all coming out of his ring. Yeah. Anyway. This would be an absolute wet dream for the creator of Wonder Woman. <laughs> it would. Um, <laughs> that guy was expensive. Mm-hmm. Some would say. <laughs> so, more more news. And a lot of people are saying Green Lantern here as well. Army Hammer. Uh, we talked about this just last week with uh, John Cleese. But Army Hammer was uh, followed by Jeff Johns. And John Manganiello, our Deathstroke, he followed Army Hammer. They followed each other. Army Hammer said uh, at Joe Manganiello, so good to see you, dude. Great to catch up. See you in a few days. And Joe Manganiello says, yeah, man, so stoked and congrats again. I don't know what that's about. But Army Hammer's had some fun uh, screwing with the fans. He said, uh, he put out a tweet that said, very large announcement coming soon. Then he put out, I, dot, 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 will, dot, 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 be, dot, 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 playing, dot, 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 my old guitar tonight. Found it in the closet and realized how long it's been. That's fantastic. Gotta love that guy. So I don't know. Uh, Army Hammer was going to play Batman in the Justice League Mortal uh, that George Miller was going to do years ago. Um, I kind of think maybe everyone's saying Green Lantern. I'm hoping maybe Nightwing. He's 30 years old. It's about the right uh, age. He's got the look. Hmm. I don't need to see him as a Green Lantern. I would kind of dig maybe Nightwing. I mean, I honestly don't care. (laughs) I am 100% on board both those trains. Okay. Uh, speaking of a train, I'm on board, uh, Catherine Winnick of Vikings. I, I've never seen Vikings. I don't know what she plays. I don't know how good of an actress she is. I've heard rave reviews about her though. Uh, Catherine Winnick was asked by a Twitter follower of hers, uh, if she would like to play uh, black Canary. Hmm. And she said, hell yes. Now, I mean, I, I'm going to go ahead and start lobbying because this chick in real life has two black belts. <laughs> She. <laughs> That's a good start. She is already playing Lagertha, a well-known figure in Viking history, and she looks like the Ed Bennis drawings of Black Canary from the Gail Simone Birds of Prey run. <laughs> She's got my dollar, man. All right. Let's do this. All right. Uh, sounds great. Yeah. Uh, Zack Snyder shared an image of Henry Cavill's first Superman costume test. He only showed the back. It was like, it was, he did it with his, um, he said it was from his Polaroid land camera. And I believe it because the scan actually shows Zack Snyder's thumbprint. (laughs) 
I guess it was his thumb. I don't really know for sure that it was his thumb either. Um, but somebody shook that, that like a Polaroid picture. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. I'm sorry. That song was on this. Uh, it was. It was on this morning. That's my fault. I apologize to everybody. It's a good song. If I got stuck in your head, you'll be okay. And, you know, it's weird. It's like I just I, like two days ago I was doing some work and just wanted some music on, and I went to YouTube and put together a quick Outcast playlist and just <laughs> listened to a ton of Outcast. That ain't so bad, man. So, that ain't so damn bad. It's not. It's not. And I like the way you move. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, it's just a shot of uh, Superman from the back, his cape flowing and crew members looking like oh um everyone going oh damn that's the man of steel a couple not everyone there's a couple guys looking around in other directions mm. but um yeah it's a nice little shot uh kevin sujihara the uh chairman and ceo of warner brothers um has been talking about what sounds like doing sort of a dc streaming service or it might just be a wb streaming service but he talks he, he was uh at an investor conference talking about doubling down on their big, their big franchises, uh, you know, Harry, their Harry Potter and, uh, and the DC. And obviously they're very, very happy with Westworld, um, which has apparently done really well on, uh, their numbers are actually higher than, uh, everything. The walking deads, not walking dead uh, game of Thrones premiere season. That's absurd. Um, which Westworld looks amazing. I don't, I haven't seen it yet. No. I haven't gotten to see like, it during yet, this time of year. Amazing. We don't have time to see anything that doesn't, pertain to dc but i think i just Westworld's on the chart like i gotta see this i think sorry if i'm wrong guys i i think i just saw that you're not gonna get more of it until 2018 that would make sense i mean i haven't i haven't kept up with that particularly i've seen a few trailers and i know the season's already over but i like i want to watch it i think i just ran across that somewhere hopefully understood it correctly yeah, I mean, you know, but he's yeah, he's talking about like you know, uh, three years ago, the top ten films made up about twenty five percent of the box office. This year, thirty percent. Um, so he says, if you look at what's happening with the quality of the television product, the movies that are breaking through are the big franchises. No kidding, buddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they 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 bought Machinima. So uh, he says we've been working on that quite feverishly over the last twelve months, and uh, I think they're gonna start. They're gonna. <laughs> use machinima as like a base for launching a uh, dedicated dc comics product to capitalize on his rabid fan base as he puts it mm. so, so as it was but not as he put it necessarily. so that's like our new hope for matt ryan and constantine and I, I don't i don't know if it's that I, they could just play like i don't know everything in the dc catalog on this like <laughs> oh they absolutely could DC i just Netflix. it's just my first reaction anytime someone says there's a new wb possibility I'm like, okay constantine no okay mm-hmm that's on me. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, we'll see where that goes. Yeah. Uh, Gal Gadot and Margot Robbie have been nominated for Critics' Choice Awards. Uh, see, they're going to be competing against Scarlett Johansson for Captain America Civil War. Ward. What? Civil War. <laughs> I do that a lot now. For some. And Tilda Swinton for Doctor Strange. Uh, if you care about award shows, or this one in particular, the winners will be revealed live from the Barker Hangar in Santa Monica on A&E, Sunday, December 11th, 8 p.m. Eastern. So, have I, fun with that. I, guess. I could so, be up I'm, for I'm watch it. any of that. Not so much the live thing, that's hard <laughs> to catch, but like any of those people, they did a great job. Yeah, any of those people did a great job. So uh, Amy Adams is explaining the tricky thing about playing Lois Lane. She says, the tricky thing with Lois that I find is I love playing her. I love everyone I work with, but sometimes it's tricky because I feel she's in service of the story instead of the story serving the character. But sometimes, 
or that sometimes can be tricky when you show up and you really want to retain a character and you have to serve the story. In a perfect universe, they all work together. Well, that's great, but I don't know what the hell you're talking about, Amy Adams, because in both movies you've been in, you you yeah you served the story, but it was exactly what Lois is. Like you were brilliant, you were amazing, sometimes a little too much. So you <laughs> well you were everywhere. You have to specify Ultimate Edition for this latter part. Uh, yeah. But still, there were there was whole scenes cut out of the Ultimate Edition that completely validated how she got from one place to the other. Like she was almost one of the greater, ca- maybe the greatest casualty from the uh, the the theatrical cut. Yeah, maybe. But it's worth nominating at least. Come to think of it, I kind of want to kind of want to ask and see if there's a Man of Steel Ultimate Edition out there. <laughs> right. Because a couple of times that she showed up in Man of Steel, I was like, How Hold did she on get now. there so quick? Hold on. It's like a six hour plane plane ride. Yeah. Anyway, uh, something really cool, Lex Luthor's theme music has been uh, theorized uh, that it was a sort of a corrupted version of Superman's theme uh, from Hans Zimmer. Uh, the Twitter account DCU Facts um, had a small snippet of both of those and said, Lex Luthor's theme, The Red Capes Are Coming in BVS, is actually a perversion and corruption of Hans Zimmer's Superman theme, which can be heard in An Ideal Hope. An Ideal of Hope and other soundtracks from Man of Steel as well as the BVS original soundtrack. Using the same two note structure but at different tones and speed and slightly flipped, Lex's theme is a warped backwards perversion of Superman's. And Junkie XL has confirmed that that is true. Awesome. So that's cool. And I did listen to it again and went, ah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I, I did the same thing mentally the first time you ever mentioned that to me. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was one of those moments where I thought, oh shit, God, I should have noticed that. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of felt that way when I saw it. I was like, ah, well, how did I not catch that? <laughs> how did we miss it? We have to be better. <laughs> so for all the bullshit that everyone has given Batman v Superman, it just opened really pretty damn strong uh, on HBO. Um, college football obviously won uh, the evening, but... Um, Which evening? Batman v Superman, last Saturday night. Oh, yeah, it was screwed. It, uh, it opened like number three. It was uh, brought in 2.33 million viewers. It was tied for third in the uh, 18 to 49 demographic with a 0.9 rating. So that's really pretty strong, especially, I guess, HBO for one. Yeah. It's a paid service. Yeah. So, I mean, already I guess had, the geeks fall back. I don't know. <laughs> already like a limited uh, pool. Um, <laughs> if I'd remembered there was football on, I, I might have tried to watch Batman v Superman if I had HBO, which I don't. Right. So. Yeah. I was uh I was absorbed in football. Sorry, I couldn't help that number. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, Zack Snyder released a new picture of Nightmare Batman from Batman v Superman. I mean, it's not anything really super new. There's a lot of like you can see bullet indentures and a close up of the uh, the Joker card taped to the butt of his rifle. Hmm. It's pretty cool. Always remember. <laughs> um. Clay Enos, photographer extraordinaire, released a new photo of Rick Flagg shooting his gun. It looks pretty pretty cool. Bullets flying in the air. Um, they also released a new clip of a featurette bringing Harley to life from the Suicide Squad Blu-ray. Um, in the clip, Margot Robbie talks about how she came to love the character uh, after just reading like three comics with her in it. And um, they talk about like trying to get her look down and... and uh, about like the roots of the character. It was just a snippet because they want you to buy the Blu-ray. Of course. But it was pretty cool. Um, they've released a whole, a whole bunch of uh, concept art, alternate uh, designs for Joker, Harley, and the squad by um, 
graphic costume illustrator Tina Sherrod, I guess. Is that, is that how you say it? <laughs> um, a lot of weird stuff. Like, stuff that I don't care for, necessarily. Like, good work, technically, but not my idea of, a gr- of good design for, for these things. Um, there's sort of a, a Harley Quinn striped Catwoman type of thing. I don't understand. I don't. I don't know what that was about. There's a flesh color <laughs> Joker with with uh, roughly the same types of tats, and but he has tat eyebrows, which was pretty weird. That is kind of weird. Um, one of the weirdest things was a Harley with. Uh, she has like a cut off shirt at like the mid boob point. And her underboob is like makes up the eyes, like tattoos of eyes from like an old school Joker card design, and like the rest of the face of the Joker face is tattooed on her stomach. Wow! Glad they didn't go there. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> pretty sure Margaret would have uh, vetoed that. <laughs> um, I mean, she was already kind of annoyed enough by everything from the waist down on this costume. Well, I mean. I don't know. Well, she said the. I heard her, she said the actual heard, shoes she was in were just physically annoying, and then I, I think she didn't really like the you know Daisy, Daisy Dukes. Um, well, I know for a fact that she she picked out the shoes and then regretted it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was not one of her greatest decisions. I think. Look, we've all been there. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. My uh, my wedding shoes. I liked how they looked. Didn't didn't like much else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so the alternate designs for the squad, you know, not, not, not anything really notable other than they were kind of awful. Some of them, um, the enchantress was the weirdest, obviously just, I will, I will say you don't put a tattoo that looks sort of like a vagina crease at the vagina crease. You just don't Mm. not in a PG 13 movie. No, no, you can't get away with that. (laughs) So Jay, Jay Courtney is hoping for a Suicide Squad sequel. He says, uh, listen, they keep their cards very close to their chest. I actually have no idea. Uh, I pray the answer is yes. I certainly don't feel like I'm done with that character. I had a lot of fun playing him, and I don't feel like anyone is done with that franchise. Certainly not yet. So I hope so, sooner or later. The studio is very busy at the moment. Director David Ayer is directing something else at the moment, but I'm sure they have plans, just none that they've shared with me. Um, I would like to see him back. I would, yeah, I would. I as he's he's on my wish list. Yeah, there are there is new Wonder Woman art. Uh, the Comic Con in Brazil has a couple of booths and displays set up, and one of them has a uh, Gal Gadot posing as Wonder Woman, um, sort of a more of a full body type of uh, shot, and she's got her arms crossed like classic Wonder Woman with the bracelets in front of her. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool at the booth. Apparently, people can uh, grab a headband and a shield and pose next to her. Nice. <laughs> so that's fun. Um, they've released the, or we've found out what the working title for Aquaman is, is Ahab. <laughs> uh, that being the little, the, the secret, uh, the secret title that everyone uses. Right. I don't know if that'll act, that actually has any um, referential play with how the movie is going to be set, like with character work or tone. No, there's uh, no way to know. I, it's a working title. They, they can be anything. They can be inside joke sometimes. Mm-hmm. It could literally be someone's like inside joke about how they had to have this movie and demanded it. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. Someone's obsession uh, either, with getting Aquaman on screen. I would I would assume it was a uh, it was a reference to Captain Ahab who was from Moby Dick, searching sure. for the white whale, obsessed with the white whale. Sure. Um, someone else pointed out that it could be... Uh, a reference to Ahab, who was the seventh king of Israel in the Bible, hmm. which you know, seven, seventh, seventh sea king of the sea. Yeah, yeah, maybe not bad, not bad at all. 
shine up your handlebar. We're going to town. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a year before I, I do any towning. <laughs> They've also released the Aquaman release date, uh, October 5th, 2018. It was going to be July 27th, but they have moved it back. Um, Somebody was like, shit, parent- water's hard to film. Move that shit back. No, I was. I think it had more to do with the fact that uh, Paramount put some sort of a big tent pole. I think it was a Mission Impossible sequel. Oh, uh, great. On July yeah. 27th, and they were like, uh, no, we're not putting Aquaman up against that. No, Tom Cruise and his Scientology horseshit can just stay where he's at. We're going to move back because... I mean, he's got Simon Pegg on, <laughs> on that franchise right now. Yeah. It's worth moving it back. It is. So, I don't know if you're aware of this, but the Justice League cast and crew have been protesting this Dakota Access Pipeline, and while they've been doing that, Ezra Miller was out there wearing the Captain Boomerang outfit. <laughs> I, I saw I'd been wearing that outfit. I didn't know where. <laughs> yeah. I have so I, that was I have funny. no idea what's going on with that pipeline, but does, does that mean Ezra Miller was out there, or does that mean that he thinks a villain would be out there? Oh, they're like the cast and crew have been actively protesting against the 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 pipeline. Okay, it would just be that'd be the kind of joke I would actually use. Mm. Go as myself, and then go as a villain also, so I could laugh at everyone that didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, I I I haven't kept up on with the pipeline with all the protests, and I know it's a thing people are protesting, which doesn't mean a lot these days. It's a yeah, way out of my bailiwick. Yeah, I haven't researched it at all. Yeah. <laughs> We've been researching this. <laughs> so, uh, back in 1989, I guess I should say probably 88, uh, Billy D. Williams signed on to play Harvey Dent in Tim Burton's Batman, merely because he really wanted to play Two-Face at some point down the line, and it never happened. They threw in Tommy Lee Jones in, uh, in number three, and he never got to play Two-Face. Until now, Billy D. Williams is playing Two-Face in the Lego Batman movie. Dreams can come true. <laughs> I would have been fine I mean, with Billy, Billy D. Williams doing that, man. Me too. I, there are moments where Tommy Lee Jones does a genuinely bad job in those movies. I don't think he like Tommy Lee Jones said he only he only did it because his kids wanted him to do it. I mean, it's a fine enough reason to do anything, but still, there were moments where he went way over the top. And I'm talking of a movie where like Jim Carrey was involved. <laughs> That's a good point. Billy D might have made that thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is all of the film news for this week. We do have a new review to talk about for our giveaway. How close are we? Um, this is no. This is review number eight for giveaway number three. Mm. Mm. So after this, we have two more. Just the two, two more. Two more, and we'll give away something. We'll give away a prize. But uh, zero 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 seven three <laughs> on iTunes says must listen. This is a great podcast that reviews DC TV shows and DC movies without giving fawning, unrepentant praise. They have genuine criticism, yet still show that they love the content. I also appreciate that their review episodes are usually about twenty minutes long. That really helps when you watch all of the all of the DC TV shows, like I do, minus Lucifer. They also provide a <laughs> good for you. <laughs> they also provide a one stop source for DC news and provide perspective on many of the characters and their comic history. Thank you, man. Absolutely, or gal or whoever it is. You know, actually, I was looking at our stats and uh on our host and they say most of our listeners are female so thanks ladies <laughs> <laughs> i'd like to know if how you doing 
<laughs> we have some problems with the the the, the stats gathering, the metrics at no. that. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, I have no idea. So many problems, but um, whole whole thing. Oh, and by the way, and by how you doing? I I really mean I am happily taken. <laughs> but love to have your company, and an entirely not threatening to anything that's actually going on since. Absolutely. So thank you, person. Well, I mean, it's great to see you here. Hope to see you again. <laughs> Preferably at arm's length, without my arm being lengthened. Yeah, I gesticulate too much. I literally just waved awkwardly while I said that. <laughs> As though it freaking mattered. <laughs> We're going to be on this little canoe out in the middle of this big old pond. Yep. And you guys can just all walk around, surround us, and wave at us yep. while we broadcast. Yep. I'm going to, on a DC podcast, I'm going to I'm gonna quote Spider-Man. I'm going to quote a Marvel movie. Friendship is all I can offer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway. And with that minor betrayal. <laughs> Believe me, it's the least egregious betrayal. <laughs> it's not so bad after all. But yeah, guys, gals, whomever, whomever, whatever the proper thing is. I think it's I whomever. I used to be an English major at one point. I'm not anymore. <laughs> it's been a long time since English. But um, if you guys want to be entered into the contest to get a free trade paperback, DC trade paperback, Blu-ray or DVD valued at $15 or less, and that's a lot of things. It sounds low, but that's a lot of things. No, you, we'll I, send you... Most of the major stories are available for like $14 these days. I have an $8 yeah. copy of Hush on my, my bookshelf here. He does. I've seen it. That was only 8 I bought Watchmen for $14.53, for God's sake. <laughs> so leave us a five-star written review on iTunes, and you will be entered in to win one of those fine things. Trade paperback, Blu-ray, or DVD, valued at $15 or less. One in ten will win. We're in number giveaway number three. We have eight reviews. Two more. You guys have been slacking on it, man. Do it. Say nice things about us. You get something, maybe. Mm-hmm. And we do. We use a random number generator. So we don't. We're not picking favorites. Yep. You can go on there and be like, "Hey guys, here's your five star review. They make. They write good stuff. They say right. They say good stuff. <laughs> I mean, you could say we write good stuff. You say good stuff about DC. And I like pop tarts. That's it. Hey guys, these people exist. Also, <laughs> toaster. <laughs> My rib hurts. My ex wife cracked it with a baseball bat. Just hit like five know, stars and be like, look. I just found out I have lupus, but still, I listen to this show. <laughs> because it's not their fault. And to be fair, I enjoy my time at the doctor at this point more, mm-hmm. but I still want $15 worth of trade paperback. That's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an extreme scenario. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to get out of here. We're going to come right back with the DCTV news episode. A lot of stuff happened over there this week. So we are DC on screen. You can find every episode at DC iTunes, Stitcher, Google play, subscribe, love us, shower us with praise. We are proud. Or just say members. hi. Or just say hi. Uh, we're proud members of the giant size team up network, giant size team up.com for all the amazing shows over there. Like Marvel cinematic universe podcast, blazing defender report, panel by panel, breaking the panel, booze and phasers, which is probably my favorite podcast title ever. Mm-hmm. We're also proud members of the Batman podcast network. A whole lot of Batman stuff that you can go check out on that page. And we're up there saying, howdy, listen to us, please. <laughs> anyway. We're always kind of saying that. 
Until next time, guys, keep some DC on your screen. Geico presents Motorcycle Word of the Day. Today's word is gremlin. Is a gremlin an unknown and persistent mechanical issue? Or is it something large that gets caught in your teeth when you ride with your mouth open? As in... Man, I gotta stop singing 80s power ballads when I ride. Ugh, keep getting gremlins in my teeth. See? Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.